Are you ready? Welcome back, faces, to another edition of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We thank you for downloading this episode, whether it's from SoundCloud, Stitcher, our website, or wherever you get your downloads from. Uh, this week, we're joined by Old School Joe. We got JP Savage. Mischief. Yerp. And yours truly, Victor Villain. We're here. We're going to discuss some feuds, wrestling feuds this week. Gonna be, it's gonna oh, be yes. lit. Um, yeah, just give you a, a feel out there. How the ambiance right now is just the four of us with a couple of brewskis watching, um, catching up on some NXT while we talk to you guys. Absolutely, Lars just took the the, the handicap match over Ricochet and Velveteen, which was quite a match. Enjoyed that very Amazing. much. Ricochet, man, Ricochet, yeah. I'm hype about Ricochet, and I want to see more of Velveteen Dream, so I can't wait. Oh, man. It wait. was it was actually one of the better handicap matches I've seen in a while. They actually worked well together, yeah. um, and, and the the ring psychology involved to bring down Lars. It was dope. It was a very good match. There's definitely money there, and uh, you'll definitely be seeing more of them. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, yes, dude. Lars Sullivan actually was in WWE before. Yes. Was he earlier in the I think 2014 or so, and he didn't make it. He got oh. injured at one point. Yeah. Um, oh. and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it just, really his happened. debut was actually his second debut in uh, NXT. He was a tag team um, before that. Oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, it works now. It JP works now. Savage on the stats. You know, Early. I'm out here. I'm, I'm, I'm NXT, uh, you know, loyal. Um, <laughs> what we get into today, guys, besides the feud? So are we going to go some up. wrong? Yeah, let's go, really, let's go wrong. Smackdown. You know, I the people they, what they want. They finally faces. deserve, Mischief, what you feel? I think they finally deserve to get at least a little, some, a little recognition this week. What you think? Yeah, I, I, you know what? <laughs> Raw was out. Most of Raw was all right. right. Yo, 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 but you know what? It's a three-hour show, my man. So I'll take, I'll take a little. Yes, but the abomination we had to endure in this three-hour show when it came to this Lashley promo—that is <laughs> oh, garbage. Dear. It's trash. And the crowd was like booing it. The wrestlers themselves didn't know what to do. It was I think Taz is going wild somewhere though. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Well, let's get into Deal. let's get into the show from the beginning with Kurt Angle coming out actually. To be interrupted oh. by Stephanie you McMahon. You suck. Oh, yeah. And uh, you suck. She comes out, starts blasting him for giving Reigns all these chances. And um, out comes Reigns. Yes, usual. Um, complaining again. It's Always. a new it's a new attitude we're seeing. She, she put that out to like. The little some, dog. Yeah, he got like a new attitude. Steph got a lot of FaceTime on this show. She she can get a lot of FaceTime. She can get so. all the FaceTime um, she wants. Hey, <laughs> Um, it quickly turned into an interruption by Kevin Owens, who set up a, a quick tag match eventually between Owens and Jinder Mahal, who also came out and interrupted. Yes. And it was Jinder and Owens versus Reigns, and um, I believe uh, Sam- Seth Rollins. Yes. Seth Rollins, who also came out and helped out Reigns. How'd you guys feel about this intro to Raw? Was it too long? Was it, uh, as usual, the, the snooze fest? Or what's up? So we have a Hall of Famer who's an Olympic gold medalist, who's a multi-time champ, 
but he really still scared about getting fired by Stephanie McMahon. I'm like, how broke is he? <laughs> I mean, it's this is the work. Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, I believe it. honestly, I wasn't too disappointed with it because I mean, you, as usual, you see Roman Reigns come out at this point. It's a snooze fest. But Kevin Owens adds an interesting element. Um, I'm a fan. In ring work, promo ability, you know. Um, and then his uh, his alliance to the authority per se, right? That. I think plays a very interesting role, and I'm interested to see where that well, goes. My bad, but I skipped over the fact that he and Reigns went at it before the tag match, and that was a couple Don't. commercials long, and I think it was two commercial breaks long, and it was amazing. It was amazing it to start to start the show. Um, moving on, we're gonna jump over that bullshit Bobby Lashley segment. Whoa, 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 whoa! It was a masterpiece. Listen, masterpiece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama, no. <laughs> um, that was really bad. I mean, it was like really bad. Like you ever like had the runs? I'm like, yo, yo this, <laughs> this, yo, this stomach ache is you gonna, know it's is gonna suck. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. Like it's you, exactly what it was. Through, he was like, this is already terrible. I had yeah. to just pull through. It was in that moment on the toilet where you're like, I'm gonna shred to pieces. I just have to push through, get this over <laughs> and done with. And that's what happened. Yeah, and um. I don't know, man. Bobby Lashley just doesn't have a thing, and um, there's nothing about him that's interesting, unfortunately, because he's an athlete, and I'd love to see him wrestle more. And I'd specifically like a Brock Lesnar match, and I would really like a Braun Strowman match. Uh, but Triple Threat, would you like that? Oh, my God. Would I like that? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's in the toilet. Or I know. <laughs> I know when to take a leak now. That's a triple threat. Ah <laughs> oh, man, what? That'll be fun. Has he even done any ring work yet? Like, yeah, yeah a couple matches. Yeah, a couple matches. They nothing. They've yeah. done shit. They were tags at that. Oh, well, yeah. you haven't even seen Lashley done his like one. I know, but I have and before. I'm not even excited for so, it. Like, so the one thing I was interested about him was actually an interview that happened before he jumped ship, uh, where he was saying that uh, <clears throat> Paul Heyman. I guess whenever he gets a little pissed off with Brock, he uh, he calls uh, he calls uh, Lashley like Ooh. it's his jump off. I guess. Ooh. So so I I thought that'd be like an awesome angle to play up in the actual fucking ring. Absolutely. Like, and the WWE Paul has, has done this it? before. Exactly. Right. Right. So we're gonna cover it in our feuds. And you know what? Uh, Paul's not gonna advocate for Brock forever. Exactly. Right. No. And and it'd be a nice time to kind of jump ship. Give Lashley some love because Lashley's gonna be on the show. And you know what? If there's anybody that can actually make it work for Lashley, oh it'd be God. Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah. yeah, he can make yeah. it work for a, a caterpillar. Right. right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss had a nice, decent match for. Uh, was it a qualify? I don't think it was a qualifying match. I think they just had a, a straight match with a clean finish. Um, yes. Ember Moon got over. It was a big. It was a big match for Ember Moon. Uh, she hit the, um, the, the, eclipse. the eclipse. Yeah, I uh, like Ember Moon. You know, again, I'm a fan of gimmicks and characters. So Ember Moon is right up my alley, if you know what I mean. Whoa. And um, <laughs> I love everything about it. Right? She, she's. I mean, honestly, like Next she's a, she's a good looking girl. But the contacts, the move set, the entrance, the attire, like everything. Like, and she's not terrible on the mic. Right. If you watch her on NXT, she's not terrible on the mic. And and, and she'll she's get better. Not terrible on the microphone. Either. I would be interested to see her as a heel at some point in, in her career. She is Probably. a heel. I, I, she, she looks like a heel, right? The eyes, 
right? Exactly. Like so those saying, contacts, man. That it'd be. I fire. think I think the heel character always um, is the best uh, for any wrestler. I think it gives you the most creativity, the most leverage. I mean, it gives you a space to just create. Um, we're gonna jump into the B team's success two weeks in a row, right? Undefeated, yes, undefeated. Oh undefeated. man, this was money, man. I, I, I'm enjoying this. This is a nice little uh, entertaining segment. Damn, the Miz was the worst thing to happen to the B team. How about that? At least you've seen Curtis Axel win some matches now. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's, there's the part of the segment when they're, you know, they're so excited after the win, and he uh, jumps on him on top of the chair, <laughs> and they stroll down Bro, the ramp. It was a genuine emotion. I think the crowd reacted to that. It was just, you, you felt the, the joy of the victory. It felt real, yeah. man, and, and, and that's what we're missing, right? Like, we want to feel like wrestling's a little real, and, like, you know, it's just... It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? The suspension of disbelief or whatever. Absolutely. Really. So... <laughs> yeah. Guys, I just you're still thinking about that shark. Oh, <laughs> gives Bo Dallas something because he has Absolutely. probably been the least successful of the NXT heavyweight champs, right? Oh, my Lanta, the least successful the least? Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, just I made guess. it to the main roster. Nah, I think he's right, especially from when with the remap, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. Anybody remember that ladder match between him and Neville? I do, I do. But you know what? Bo Dallas wasn't that great in NXT either. <laughs> it's like neither of them are in the WWE right now. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, let's cover something that the internet's going crazy about. And I, tell them what they're going crazy about. I think I think they're overreacting, man. Ooh, I mean, about I think, what? So what they say? The WWE grants Ronda Rousey a women's championship match at Money in the Bank. Oh yes. And um, people are mad. They're saying it's too soon. They're saying she's not ready. They're saying they're fucking dropping the ball here. What does HPC think about this whole angle and about this contract signing that happened on Raw? That's the thing, though. You feel me? This, what's about to happen right now is poetry in motion, right? Finally, I'm going to give the writers a little bit of credit here. What? For writing, this is a really easy, like, they're setting up a real obvious heel turn, a real obvious feud. And I think we're all in agreement here, guys. SummerSlam? Most definitely. SummerSlam? Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. we'll She's see this again. Soon. My thing is, soon. Um, is it a DQ? Does she jump in at Money in the Bank? Or what, what, does she actually? Well, here's the thing. Following this this um, this um contract signing that happened on Raw between Nia Jax and Rousey, which was kind of kind of entertaining. Stephanie had to carry the whole thing, of course. I, I, that, and that's why I think it kind of flopped, because okay. I think uh, Stephanie was dishing it to both of them. And they couldn't reciprocate. Uh, I think she was trying to get them animated, right? Uh-huh. Um, get them fired up, but it kind of it worked against them, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, she even bullied Nia, and she had nothing to tell her. Yo, truth You're be star. told, right? Uh, uh, JP Savage and I, we've taken uh, acting classes before, right? Yes, yes, yes. And um, this was a real clear case of like improv one on one that didn't work out. Not at all. Where like Stephanie took it up a notch. Like, all right, so actors do that sometimes to try to bring. The rest of the cast up or not, Absolutely. right? Like, if you put on, uh, uh, especially live, right? Uh, Ronda Rousey, honestly, I, I wouldn't blame her per se. You know, no. she's new to all this. Right. Yeah, I, I, I expected more, and and yeah. I thought she'd give you, more. You could definitely tell she, she. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, at all, at all. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I expected more from her, especially in this particular match. The way they're setting it up is for her to kind of take over that role, especially knowing that Ronda's not that great on the mic. And and let's be honest, right? This is a great time. For Ronda Rousey, who knows that she's she she's like a hair away from really losing the title, because as much as we say wrestling is fake, right? And and yeah, all right, it's fake. But 
It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Vince changes his mind on a whim. And that was a really good opportunity for her for her, for her to grab the brass rings, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I said that to, I brought up the, the contract signing this to, to mention uh, Natalia later on in the evening qualifying for the Money in the Bank match. Now, this puts her in the match. This could possibly mean she wins and she can cash in. But does that mean Ronda wins the strap? No, 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 no. So, actually, actually, all right, here's my prediction. You could right. also, I mean, I'm not saying it's a given Natty it's wins gonna either, be wrong. you know? So. Uh, I, I mean, feel free to argue, right? Yeah. So here's the prediction, right? Ronda's fighting, uh, fighting uh, Nia Jax, right? Natty wins the money in the bank, right? First of all, that's a terrible decision. I really hope this doesn't happen. As I'm saying, and Ronda Rousey and, and, and Natalia have a built-in feud. See, but, but I, think, I think they could have the feud without the title. I think they yeah. can use the money in the bank to, to elevate someone else, you know? But, I mean, you'd be elevating Ronda, right? And and I think that's the ultimate point. I think the only thing that elevates Ronda is uh, watching her wrestle. Savage. I mean, could could it be one of those deals where Natty helps Ronda win the title, and then Ronda comes in at the end, but she screws Natty? I don't think that's the smart move to give her the strap. Mm, Get her close. Don't give her the strap. If you're getting this much backlash already, and she's just in the match. I don't think you give her the strap. But they tease it, and Natty definitely comes in. Yeah. I, they don't need the strap. They don't need the money in the bank briefcase for this. But this, gave, this is money I hope without not, it. Man. But I, you I know really what? hope not. Yeah. But you know what? This is the WWE, and they have given Brock Lesnar the strap many times. Yo, but you know what? Like, let's be honest. Even if it's written in that way, where Natalie gets the, the thing, that's not bad storytelling, guys. No, it'll work. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's not. predictable doesn't mean it's something we don't want to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I would be very interested to see that feud because. Uh, you know, Nasali has been uh, practicing with Ronda in the ring, and especially towards her debut. Oh, so all that bullshit. because she looked good versus Stephanie, and Stephanie's not gonna sell. You know what I mean? But but it, look, it didn't look bad. I was not disappointed at Ronda's debut. So imagine someone like Natalia. That could be an interesting match. I, I'm looking forward to that. Well, like like old school old school Joe said. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter that we predicted it. It's just um, it it can still be likable and all that. It still can be. A good work. Listen, just because Mania, when we were younger, we could predict the main event of Mania a year ahead, didn't mean we didn't want to see it, right? <laughs> right. That's, that's right, right. We were pulling at the mouth. I'm really, really disappointed in Nia Jax. From initially, like the, the awkward, like challenge to the tweets to uh, to this this segment, I just feel like yo, she has underdelivered in a major way. You're facing what is essentially the champion in Vince and 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 the administration's eyes, right? Yes. Like Ronda Rousey is the biggest name in in women's Agreed. wrestling right now. She's you Brock know, what Lesnar. I mean? Absolutely. She, she's the Brock Lesnar. Like, so you're putting Nia Jackson in that. You know, yeah, she's probably gonna get beat, but you're putting her up there. Like, it's your time to shine, girl. Grab the brass rings. I get it. Like, as a champion, the champion's job is to bring everyone else around them. You know, up to their level. And Naya is just not there yet. Naya's not there yet. She wasn't, she couldn't do anything for herself, let alone Ronda. Yeah, Ronda did what she did on her points. own. And yeah. yeah, she's green. But I mean, she's just got to learn a little bit of timing because she's got the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just the tough. pitch is off. And so she's not too far. And the little that we did see at WrestleMania was good. So if we can put her in the ring with an actual wrestler, not Stephanie McMahon, right? Naya Jax. 
um, and she puts on a show. I, I'm, dude, this is exciting. This is like Brock Lesnar coming back and and really like wrestling day to day, and it would be nice to watch her beat on the uh, on the current roster. It's definitely gonna be an interesting summer. Um, a, a match that uh was dear to my heart on Monday was Chad Gable and Dolph Ziggler. I literally think he will become. If if done right and given opportunity, he will become one of the top names in the, in the really? industry. So he's going to be one money. of your workhorses. That's a guaranteed fact. Sure, but I don't see them pushing him. Nah, uh, Curtis that's, Axel. That's, 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 that's yeah. gonna be you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he's going to job and he's going to bounce around from gimmick to gimmick. He's going to Heath Slater. He's going to whenever whenever they need someone to help the guys that are coming back yeah. or or to give that push to the next guy, yeah, he's going to be already. one of them. Right, and when they and and when he fails for a while. Eventually, they'll put him and Jordan back together as a nostalgia yeah. act. And, I mean, listen, he's a They're poor man Kurt Angle. He's yeah. a poor man's Kurt Angle. I yeah, mean, and is... and unfortunately, like there's, yo, he's great in the ring. Yo, it's yeah. it's it's a fun match. Yeah, but um, the character is not there, and and his mic work is not there, and his timing's off, and he's kind of he's kind of awkward, and but we never know. Right, but you we never, never know, know. Yeah. because because yeah. we have to remember these a lot of these, especially these novice wrestlers, are really restrained as far as what they can do. They're given their scripts, you know. It's not until you get to the top that you're really given that freedom. You know what? I'm kind of tired of that. I'm it's tired the reality. Of, I'm it's tired the politics, right? Because the fact of the matter is that dudes grab that script every day and 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 they can rip it. You know what I mean? And um, and some of them get fired for it. Uh, well, yo, then be good. All right, right. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna grab the brass rings, right, and you're gonna get on the mic and you're gonna pop like an impromptu, whatever, and you're gonna go off script, it better be good. Risk it, get it. If you like, if you want to be the man, right? Because like, think about back in the day, right? Back in the day, you had more, you had more uh, freedom, right? There, there there was more movement, right? You get to kind of experiment on the mic, right? If you try that now, you better be good at it. And 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 that's the thing that everybody's kind of like in this fearful like oh I don't want to lose my job yo if you really think you good grab the mic spit some bars and it's funny because it, it, we're talking about Dolph Ziggler in this man and, and this yep. is him and and and, and Drew McIntyre that's Sick. their whole shtick no everybody. for sure and and yeah and that's his that's his that's his shit that he he'll, he'll be like yo these guys are just backstage collecting a check nobody's yeah. competing no there's no competition Word. nobody's hungry. Yeah, so and so you know, hunger. and of anybody that can do this right now, it's these two guys, right? Oh. It's Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. They're gonna rip some promos, and of anybody, they probably have a little bit more flexibility. Like if Dolph Ziggler right now kind of goes off script, it's permissible. It's a yes. passable thing. Agreed. So this is a really good time for him if he really is the man like he says he is. Do it. So rip it. So my question now: Do you guys think that this is gonna just? Dolph Ziggler and uh, Drew McIntyre situation is going to become a faction because uh, I could see maybe you know somebody like Gable be like you know what I'm a, I'm ahead with these guys see where this takes me JP I hadn't thought of that but we need some factions baby like yo there, there really is like nobody kind of collecting up and, and and putting a group together so I think Vince kind of has these phases he goes through so w- once we get to that faction fade. Uh, It'll be like six, seven groups out of nowhere. We'll have Los Barricos 2000. And- <laughs> Finishing up on Raw, Elias goes over on Bobby Roode cleanly every fucking week. I really <laughs> hope your editing skills are up to par. Let, yeah. me just, let me just throw that up there. Yo. Um, finishing up the finishing up the show, Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. 
They have to build for the Money in the Bank match, but why would why would you put it in the main event? Let, let's take question. two our big of our biggest baby faces and we'll put them together, and it's a it's a squash match, and we've just killed the momentum on one of our guys. Yo, and, and the thing is, the worst part about it is that the week prior, it actually worked. Them being tag team versus Drew McIntyre and and uh, Dolph Ziggler, and I just pinned them against. You know what match. I really really wanted in that tag team match, by the way, I really wanted Braun. <laughs> Wow. Uh, no, <laughs> I really wanted Braun Strowman to grab Finn Balor by his by, by one arm and one ankle and throw him <laughs> like <laughs> he should have done that with the nine year old. You know what? Well, it, it could be one of those deals where uh do y'all remember when we had the uh two dudes with attitude, aka uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Big Daddy Cool, yeah. and Sean would climb on top of Diesel and drop the elbow. Right, so that you could have happen. Brian, uh, <laughs> no. well, yo, I literally Kibia, saw enough or nothing. I saw. Yo, actually, yeah, that's that's. Isn't, that, isn't that what Alexa did with Brian in the? Oh yeah, that definitely happened. Ha- shout out to Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> but how many how many tag teams do you want? Yeah, no, no, I definitely don't want millions. There's like 46. Yo, the Ascension is still on this roster. I will say this. You know what I mean? You you definitely start the show. You start start Raw with that Finn Balor, Braun Strowman match. And you end Raw with the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match. That's true. Like, or at yeah. least a tag match with the G- hey, gender and fucking. If South we're gonna Africa. steal from SmackDown 2003, <laughs> uh, we might as I want to, I want to see the uh, the uh, what's it called? The the international bodybuilders crap again, the w- WBF, yes. Oh, okay, okay, let's bring that shit back. We're gonna bring back XFL. You know yeah. what? That that probably yeah. draw more. Joel. That's is on the a, network. Been, that was always been a big recruitment. <laughs> For free. Right? Well, listen, Vince loves big guys. That's a quick way to get him. Damn, he's got a type. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Chad Gable. <laughs> <laughs> this week's SmackDown opens with the Miz. Miz Better TV. Show. Better show. Um, and this man is trying to like the rest of the faces out in the world and us in- included. We want to know who the hell's going to fucking be in this Money in the Bank match. Which yeah. member of the New Days is going to be? I don't want to know. You don't want to. I want to know the you day want... of the match. Okay. I, I agree. Keep okay. this agree. keep this yeah, close yeah. to the vest. Who do I want? I think I want Xavier Woods. I think uh, he's the my favorite of the three. I think he has the most potential. I'll tell you Especially who with his mic skills. I know who it is. His in ability. But no, I, I heard uh, Triple H loves uh, Xavier Woods. And he, he thinks he has a great future in the business. I mean, we may have to wait for he this does. to, you know, pass. But you know, no and, doubt, no doubt. And you know what, Xavier Woods, as athletic as he is and as great as he is in the ring, um, I just don't see him fitting in the WWE as a wrestler. And he's he'd make a really, really good manager. And I'd like to see more managers. I think it's time we brought back the art of the Yo, manager. That is an 100%. awesome concept. Like, I never, I never thought of it that well, way. And you, you're right. He would make a. Great manager. He's he very he would make a really great manager. Very I think animated. he's really good on in the. Uh, he's really good in the ring, and I like his move set. And I think he's an interesting wrestler to watch. He just doesn't fit as a wrestler, as a successful wrestler. Most of your greater managers were wrestlers in the beginning. Captain Lou, Bobby the Brain. That's right. See, but, but I don't think his skills in the ring Rest are that peace. that bad. No, but Dude, that's not that's I, not the case. I, I don't think I they're think bad. he could be a legitimate, like but, a legitimate, a legitimate Mick Carter. And, and and can definitely uh, J- sell the house out. JP. One one thing I I do see is that he's been around so long, and he hasn't been successful yet. 
Nah, nah, this is successful. Yo, hold on. Okay, well, ultimately, this is a singles run we're pushing. We're talking about here, right? This could be the first time. We want him to be in the money in the bank. We want him to win the money in the bank. We want him to cash in, right? So I don't think I don't think that makes sense at all. He's at the highest point of his career right now, right? With the new day, that it's been successful. It's starting to run dry. This could be the chance. We don't know. I don't think he. I mean, I think even being in the Money in the Bank qualifier is enough of a. Uh, Jay, let, let's go. Yo, yeah, yeah. Let, let's 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 flesh this out for a minute. All right, he wins the title, uh, or he gets the Money in the Bank. He's gonna be Brock. Nah, he's gonna be Braun. Nah, he's gonna be Finn. Nah, nah. he's Seth. <laughs> nah, Roman Reigns. Well, nah. All right, well, so drop into the mid card, right? Okay. Who's he gonna fight in the mid card? Let's be real. Like, Elias. Eli- and, and, and you don't okay. think Elias is going to break him in half? Elias is we much bigger than him, much stronger than him. He's got, a, he's, he's got like a strong, stylish kind of move. Set. Oh, wait, wait. My bad. We're talking SmackDown. So, okay. So maybe. Orton. Oh, where, where, is is where? he going to beat Shinsuke? Or no. get that order? Yeah, is he going to beat AJ? No. We're talking about Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. He's going to beat Jeff Hardy? No, but you know what? That's not an interesting match. Yeah, it's an interesting match, but you're talking about like. What if Xavier Wood, one of them is going to turn heel, one of them is going to turn on the faction? On their little trio they have. What if he's the one that turns on them? I think it's going to be Big E. I think it needs to be Big E. Yeah. It's the easiest. easiest. Yeah. I want Big E to be the one that they pick. I want him to win the money in the back. I want him to cash in on Brock Lesnar. Hey. Yo, word. <laughs> yo. But, yo, let's be honest. All right. So, so let's let's rewind real quick because we talk a lot about the New Day and how great they are as a tag team. And they are. And they are. They're, they're a really great team. They're a great faction. All right. Big E as an individual. Memorable matches, tag match participant, not spe- like not uh, memorable is the word I'm gonna use. Not at all. All right, hey, move set. There's just nothing spectacular about it. There's nothing fun about it, and his finisher is, is whatever that is. It's serviceable. <laughs> I think you take the singlet off of him. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> like visually, give him a new look. Give him a new look. Give him a new. Oh yeah, gimmick, That's why they failed take with the singlet uh, off. Rain. Bring this man back and bring him up. Bring him as a house get him get him get the people to forget that he was in a tag team okay i don't know how you do that yeah yeah I don't that's s- the that's the that's the formula that's 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 risky and i don't know that's how packaging s- yeah. Yeah, yeah sure but i don't know how, uh, i just have my doubts and I, there's nothing that leads me to believe that a successful singles run is in his in his future the problem that i have is that biggie has had great success right now being a face being very funny and to be an enforcer and be funny at the same time is difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, I agree. I agree and I don't know, and especially you're talking about a main carter. I don't know if that's going to work. And so the heel turn doesn't come from Biggie. But but does it go to Kofi? I mean, Kofi. Nah. I think better. Xavier Woods. We're 10 years too late on that. I, yeah. think the one, I think the one that can carry who can do the, the heel turn and make it successful would be Xavier Woods. And then what? And and then what's and next? That, and that's what's exciting about wrestling. And then he then feeds what's... the monsters to the new day. He, so he, and then the Bludgeon the Brothers run a train on him, and poor little guy. <laughs> oh like, my god! Then what happens? <laughs> Moving on, uh, Lana qualifies for the Money in the Bank Women's uh, Ladder Match when she went over on Billy Kay in a squash, kind of, kind of a squash. Uh, speaking of squash, Segway, Andrade Cien Almas versus a local talent. Um, he goes over easily, and uh, we have Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. They have a segment with Renee Young in the ring. Uh, I believe Shinsuke had to come out and announce his um the stipulation. 
Well, they fought a while, and then I'm here for it. I'm 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 here for all. No, it it actually was a is one of the better segments I saw with them together. Um, a lot of nice spots, and uh, that match could be interesting. Yo, we've seen this match a hundred times. Well, last match, this is it. This is the one. This is the one that he wins the strap, and this is the one that he. This is the one you've all been waiting for because all the matches we've been watching them. They had no no finishes, low blows, bullshit finishes. This is the one we've been waiting for, I got. I think it'll be uh, the match of the night, probably. I'm sure uh, it will be. Yeah, and uh, Shinsuke's been delivering. AJ Styles delivers all the time. Uh, this match, and I love the promo. I loved it. Attitude Era style, right? Let them beat on Dude. each other. Uh, that was just fun to watch. Shout out to the promos episode on the HPC podcast. Word and. Uh, by the way, uh, top 10 managers of all time will also be doing that eventually. Yes, yeah, so. Xavier Woods will be on. Damn, <laughs> yeah, by then, by the time we do it. Hey, Xavier. You go number one. The Usos. Um, Usos versus Gallows and Anderson. Holla. Great match. Uh, Gallows. Nice little beginning, too. I, I, I was digging that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see big things with the, with the club here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's about time. Yeah, the debut has been underwhelming, unfortunately. So let's see what let's see what they I'm happy they went over. Happy when it was nice to see the Usos back on TV for a while. They haven't been on TV in a while. I'm just starting to realize that I'm very pro WWE today because I I was gonna give them credit. Uh you know, the the club came over here with all their accolades everywhere else. Right? They got here, they jobbed, they they got beat up, they were putting like gimmick matches right for Halloween, that that stupid ass match that they had. So if I, I think like this is the point where they start they like getting. Speed. Yeah. You, you want me I to mean, ruin that for you? you yeah, go ahead. Get the next match after that was Naomi versus Sonya Deville. Well, I, I think with the club, there, honestly, there goes your, yeah, there goes your pro WWE. <laughs> I think with the club though, I, I think they've given the <laughs> they should have taken a club to the next. <laughs> it just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. Ah, see, I. I... I feel like it's one of those deals where Vince, you know, if, if you got over on your own, especially somewhere that wasn't the WWE, he really doesn't have time for you. I guess not. Yeah. Um, the club now. And there's you... a chance he remembers that Gallo was Festus. So <laughs> that could bury him real quick. Right, right. Do you remember that they had the Raw Tag Team Championships? For like half a second? I you think don't, so. right? I and, and they didn't do shit. Like, they didn't promote him like that. They were in the back. I think it was because they were in the the division was kind of weak too, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what happened was they won the straps, and then who beat them? The Hardy Boys. I forgot about that. Wow. Was it WrestleMania? Jesus, how did I forget that? Talk about that long ass ramp. That WrestleMania was where? That was Orlando. That was Orlando. Orlando was last year. Yeah, but we be live and in color for this one. Absolutely, holla, holla at MetLife. Let's cover the. Let's finish off SmackDown, guys. HBC Jeff Hardy podcast tent. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan. This match was a, I believe, a, quali- a second chance Money in the Bank match, qualifying match, which yes. Daniel Bryan wins, but he doesn't qualify. He he actually qualifies for a match with Samoa Joe. I know. Did did, did it bring flashbacks to you? Did, did you did you pit? Is that ROH on the? At- Fucking apron. Am right I now? at the Rawway Center again? Oh this, my god. Is, this is it at the same fucking place? No, I think no, 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 that's no. definitely Money in the bank is definitely the same field. The same oh my god. Absolutely. I cannot wait for this match next week, guys. This is gonna we gotta cover this shit. Like 
absolutely. Um, and and not for nothing that that Jeff Hardy and uh Daniel Bryan match wasn't bad, yo. That oh. finisher, that finishing, yo, with uh Daniel Bryan kind of doing that dragon screw sweep, yeah. you know, it looked really intense. That and then my... putting the heel lock on him, man, it was fantastic. It was it was fantastic. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really digging that move. That's his like post concussion move. That's that's, <laughs> that's what he. <laughs> That's what he's using instead of the head drop, if you guys That's, haven't noticed. That's his anti-Chris Benoit move. You just made the list! <laughs> Damn. Yo, Chris Benoit's on that board, yo. We don't, <laughs> we don't talk about family murders. Uh, this just inappropriate. <laughs> All right, fellas. Let's get into it. Nah. About goddamn time. The feuds of the industry. I don't want to say right. memorable. I don't want to say favorite. Let's just say Top. the feuds. Just the feuds, because they are definitely the. If, you, if you're on HPC, you're you're already the top. Um, I think it's important they to mention, you know, <laughs> when it comes to the feuds, right? The feuds are the foundation of wrestling. I mean, it's the feuds is what keeps it going, it keeps it captivated. It's, it's the story that they tell. So I think, I hope the the feuds that we discuss are going to be industry changing feuds, right? I think those are the ones we should focus on. Yeah, the ones that change the business, right? change the business, and also you, you, you just said it, storytelling, right? Storytelling is key. Absolutely. It's clutch. It's got to be the heart of this whole. He conversation. sure as fuck just said it. Now I got to redo my whole fucking list. All right. But, you know, the is, these feuds don't have to be lengthy in order to be impactful. Because there's some feuds that I enjoyed very much, and they didn't last that long. Let's keep yeah. that in mind. It's like an important one night stand. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what we talk about. We, you remember those. All right, one feud I want to jump in there with is uh, Triple H and Randy Orton. Ooh, I it's it was it was it wasn't a dead stage in the in the in the wrestling business. I mean, like, and I mean, as far as fans go to watching the, the product, so most people were watching, and it was a great feud, man. This guy. Orton was the, the villain, the number one heel at the time. It was it was a good story. And he's kissing Stephanie McMahon in front of a handcuffed Triple H. He was that new era's uh, answer to to Sunko. Yo, it was money, man. And I think ever there has not been Randy Orton has not been himself since that era that that feud because. So you're saying it's the last time he actually cared? Right. It's not. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't want to say cared. I just think he's last time he's actually been. It's the last time he cared. <laughs> He, he has a he has a tendency or rumors have it that he, he's a very safe wrestler nowadays. He doesn't like to take risks, but I mean, but is that top five? I don't know. That's mm. for that's for the world to decide. I, I, I put it up to the table. Yeah, yeah, let me know. That that in there, changing the industry, I'm like, oh crap, I gotta just Damn, gotta... I'm sorry, I didn't mean maybe that's, I should let that turn the end. All right. <laughs> All right, so my purpose. We talk we talk about big time feuds changing the industry, then I got you, fam. TLC. Oof. Right? 100%. As in Christian, oh the Dudley God. Boys, Sir, the Hardy Boys. You want to talk about they changed no. the industry? Changed the game. Changed the, the match. Changed yeah. the ladder match. Changed TLC. They they made a whole yo, so you realize like they made a match after that match, and then they made it a pay-per-view. Yes. And now it's like it's it's a, it's a standard. <laughs> yeah. Except they don't hit nobody who chairs. <laughs> you know. But Which yes, yes, and no, no, that's a great pick. I mean, I think the the rivalry they had. I mean, the ones that really carried uh, the rivalry, I would say maybe is Edge and Christian based on the promo skills, right? But then yeah. the, the, the high-flying ability of, of uh, the extreme, Team Extreme or whatever. They had it all. And, and, and the Dudley Boys of his physicality. You know what I mean? Like, it worked. It, yeah. was, it was great. It was great. And uh, they had chemistry. To your point, right, everybody brought a little bit of something, you know? 
and like you said, Edge and Christian had the mic skills, right? Dudley Boys took it somewhere you weren't expecting, right? You didn't yeah. think it would ever go there. And then the Hardy Boys were just jumping off of airplanes. And so it, it, that, that, that just made the whole thing, like, so spectacular. Because even if you weren't excited about the Dudley Boys, like, doing their table thing, you will always get excited about a Hardy jumping off a, a ladder. Absolutely. Yeah. So, hands down, that's got to be at least in the conversation. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus versus the Romans. That's a Jesus big versus no God versus Vince McMahon. I don't know. Vince is winning right now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's no, no, that was actually a match. What God's entrance was a fucking uh, a spotlight. <laughs> I think this all From should the be stage. on the board. <laughs> you just made the list. Some sh- I forgot what pay per view was. Revengeance or something. Some shit. I know, but you know. Unforgiven probably. Definitely Vince McMahon versus Shawn versus um versus God. It was a whole a whole promo they had with Shawn Michaels involved too. Oh, that's after he went Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was actually at Backlash in 06. Um. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about industry changing uh, feuds, I mean, it, it may be early to speak about it, but it might as well. It's a wonderful, you know, the word of the week last week was segue. This um, man versus segue. Austin. It, it really villainized, um, villainized uh, Vince McMahon, especially after the screw drop, right? And it made us relatable to Stone Cold. I mean, who doesn't have a boss that they wanted to smack at some point in time? And that brought it to real life. That's what wrestling does. You know what I mean? And it was a fantastic feud. Um, it carried the WWE for years. I mean, it's something right now that obviously uh, the authority with uh, Stephanie and Vince and even Shane, they try to continue the mold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was always like a, I don't know, old school Joe, um, you could correct me on this, but it, it was even in the territories where where figures would, would, would clash with the baby face. No, so th- this was one of those deals where it was a, a real uh, change in position. Wow. Because historically, you always had your promoters as your baby faces, right? They're always giving the fans what they want. So this was a big one where it was like, all of a sudden, now the promoter was the guy that's giving us the shaft. We want to see him go down. Okay. And then that that right there alone, look at that. And the thing is, I can't even say, like, cause what initiated that was, was I saying, the screw job, the Montreal screw job. And I can't say that. So if you're going to bring up the screw job, then but, but you got to talk about but that's, Vince I think, and Bret Hart. I think that wasn't really a feud in wrestling, though. I think that was a legitimate backstage situation. And so and isn't never, that one of the most beautiful feuds of all? Some of the best feuds on this list are going to be uh, propelled yeah, by backstage situations. Real life so I'm going to throw out, you know, if, if we're just having the conversation, right. right, Matt Hardy and Edge. Ooh, right, something perpetuated by backstage. Ooh, backstage, ooh. yes, you know I, what I mean. I mean, the, the the actual match that they actually ended up having was not great because it was so physical. Because it was like a real fight. Yeah, they were really hashing out some some issues in the ring. You know what I mean? But yeah, absolutely. I mean, Edge, you know, broke up a happy home. <laughs> well, if if we're gonna talk about feuds that uh, caused a little bit of a domestic disturbance, then I'll go with one that happened back in '96 uh, in WCW with a. Uh, a uh, certain Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan. Mm. Uh, he's still a suspect. You just made the list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the taskmaster effectively booked his own uh, his own divorce. He, yes, uh, he booked uh, Chris and Nancy Sullivan at the time to uh, to be having a relationship, and to make it look realistic, he would actually have them go to hotel rooms together. Jesus. 
Damn. Which ended up leading to them actually hooking up. Talk about method actors. So, <laughs> so when it finally did come time to actually have their blow off match, uh, I believe some said. of those those rounds were uh, were live shots. They were hitting on each other. I, I think so. Damn. So yeah. yes, that's it. This is. Uh, I mean, if you want to mention another one that that uh, it kind of blurred blurred the lines of reality, right? You have to talk about Macho Man versus and versus Hulk Hogan. Savage. Macho Man was very jealous. You've been touching my Elizabeth. You know what I'm saying, and 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 that was a real thing. I mean, could have been savage. You did it. <laughs> and the beard yeah. is magnificent, by the way. Oh, you see this mug? <laughs> but I think that has to go in, in, in the books. I mean, it was 100%. one that kind of blurred that those lines. You know, it was one that I was watching. The I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Nah, nah, you go ahead because I was I was gonna. What I was watching the other day was actually uh, one that was interesting to me was uh, Goldust versus Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, hmm. um, interesting to me because I mean, first of all, the street fight that they had in WrestleMania. If you rewatch that, I mean, it was it might have been one of the first street fights they've actually televised. I think I could be wrong, um, but especially on a major programming like WrestleMania, where they were outside the you know Hollywood Studios, I think it was. Um, I mean, I saw some clenched, close fists hit. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper hit uh, Goldust with some close, um, close clenched fists. Um, Pipe, I mean, uh, Goldust allegedly. Oh. I um I remember Roddy Roddy Piper punching Goldust in the face and like legitimately punching them. You hearing the clock allegedly that allegedly that right? may or may not There's have happened. Blood, you know them yeah. crashing into the cars, crashing into places. Like there was a trash can doing three sixties when Goldust is trying to escape and hit the side one. It took off the the left uh side mirror. Like I don't think that was planned. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was before DDP yoga. You're right. Absolutely, <laughs> definitely. You could tell in that leotard <laughs> and then the outfit he had on. But that was—I mean—that was an interesting feud in the time of the in the timing, right? Because you had Goldust, a very uh, exotic character, maybe something that people weren't ready for, right? To a certain extent, and he had Roddy Roddy Piper, a man's man, right? That yo, was a kill. Yo, a man's man that, <laughs> that was a kill, though. That's even more manly, right? Real men wear kills. And and Horse that feud was so interesting. And he had Melina, right? I believe Melina was the name of uh, of uh, Roddy, yep, yep. Uh, his, his wife, Terry. Yeah. Terry Runnels. Terry Runnels. And you know that that little you know situation where her blowing the, the cigar smoke in his face, and you know, there was a lot of sexuality happening in that in that particular feud. And for the time, very progressive. And I think it, 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 we we had talked about it at one of the episodes we had uh, recently. Um, the Attitude Era, right? The time and place. I think uh, Old School Joe was well, on that. Uh, if you want to talk about progressive feuds, how about Val Venus and uh, The Godfather? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it also had violence. Oh, yes. Which is a so segue. They, let's talk about Mankind and Undertaker. Yes, sir. Jesus. Yes, sir. I, I think we're all thinking about the same thing right now. We're all have that vision of Foley just falling. Forever, Mrs. Foley's little Mrs. boy Foley with a tooth in his freaking nose, and oh god, what? How did my god, he's dead once and um, all. Is it was it a work? Was it you know how we said earlier about how actors take each other up? They took each other the fuck up, absolutely. And uh, I think that the way he threw himself off that fucking you know, the top of the cage, man. 
Like, yo, you we all know that the choke slam was an accident, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the choke slam yeah. was an accident, and he took it in stride like a freaking champ. Yes, right. sir. He took it literally on the chin as his tooth sat on his chin. Absolutely. Uh, and he's poking his tongue through the hole in his face. Yes, sir. And people think he's smiling, which is just crazy, like, dope. I think JR, the JR said he was smiling, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it worked for his gimmick. And it was insane. About. It was the gimmick. Oh, it was God. just real violent. Holy crap, that's... That's a fantastic pick. And remember that that big spot. I mean, think about how the tables are reinforced today compared to the first time they did that. Hey, how about Shane McMahon? I being saw the reason that the tables are now fucking three inches thick. Absolutely. With padding. I mean, yeah. I was I was at Dallas when Shane McMahon came back and jumped up the top of the Hell in a Cell, and you can tell from I was the top top of the seats and. Shout out to my uh, honeymoon, my first destination at my honeymoon. My man, JP Savage's honeymoon is on WrestleMania. Yes, sir. Every year. Every year. You y'all can hate. It. Y'all can begin to hate now. Savage. That's why I love my wife. Anywho, uh, I remember seeing it. And then from the top, bro, you can tell that these tables are padded. You know what I mean? And when you look at that match, you go back. There was no padding. Like, this was like. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wood. They, they had some. That was there. not built to break. And I mean, you talk about. Earth shattering, industry shaking, uh, type of matches absolutely has scoring. And you know what makes that all the realer is that Undertaker has this badass gimmick, right? He didn't do shit in that match, right? Yeah, the match right? wasn't a technical uh, match at all. But uh, it was pretty much Mick Foley throwing himself yeah, off his shit. <laughs> but yeah, when Mick Foley oh, takes yes. both those hits, tell the whole story of like, like he's trying to keep character, but he's like really like, holy fuck! You just made the list. They should have doubled it and made it a buried alive as well. Shit. Like they handcuffed that truck. Damn, how about that? A steel cage buried alive match where Undertaker dies. <laughs> like oh my they, god, man. Like they handcuffed that turnbuckle. <laughs> what turnbuckle? The one that killed him in the heart. Savage. You just made the list. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I be on heart. This is why he's not going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you ruined no, me. No, listen, listen, listen. Mischief says something that just struck with me when you talked about the eyes, man. And when it comes to a feud, when you talk, talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, when you talk about realism, right? I have to go back to the Randy Savage versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Woo! Yo, first and foremost, what having to, a week of the royal wedding, right? Shout Terror out to shot. the best wedding ever seen. Uh, Randy Savage <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, you know what I mean? The first? Um, well, the, the best. first wedding? The best wedding. Not the one seen. in 1984, but the gimmick one. The gimmick one in WWE. Obviously. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. The, 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 that was my first wedding experience. But it was the first in-ring wedding. Right? That, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, uh, I remember watching as, you know, they were presented a gift that ended up being like a cobra. And the Undertaker <laughs> coming out the urn and hitting them. You know what I mean? Jake the Snake. That was clever. When... When they tied him up in the ring post, right in in the, yeah, in the ropes, and he put the snake on his arm, man, and he got like he, I was he looking for it today. Crazy. I still see that little boy crying in the front seat. Yo, and you know that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh uh, yeah, nah, I don't think they expect the python to bite him in the arm. No, no, no. It's not. They did expect that. They they devenomized the just in, uh, just in case, but they did not expect the blood to come out. Oh, and the that's blood, when the they blood. got in trouble. Uh-huh. That's when they got in trouble. No, it was it was yo. That's traumatizing. <laughs> I will not touch a snake today because of that. My, my, <laughs> that is snakes on a plane. Match made Jake the bite a couple of times just to make sure that there was no poison involved. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
I, I did hear though that uh the um Jake the Snake he actually feared uh snakes. He, he hates snakes. He hates snakes and he actually actually Talk had to learn how to handle Yeah, but which... don't let it be known that you didn't like a snake back then. Backstage, they will let you fucking have it. They that snake will wind up in your pants. And there's stories. I, I've really heard, I've listened to the Bruce Pritchard, shout out to Bruce oh, Pritchard podcast. Man. But yeah, there's a lot of stories out there. That snake, they made they they ripped a lot of people with that snake, man. Listen, that snake has seen some shit. <laughs> and in some crevices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of crevices, oh, is that a few? <laughs> nah. <laughs> so we're gonna go with Bart versus Billy Gunn. Is that where we're going oh, next? Okay. Ooh, wow. Um interesting. Or right. we can just jump into Brett and Sean. Yeah. I know you we all want to do that one. Yeah, yeah. we were kind of waiting, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do one before that. Nah, but oh, listen, God. listen, like I said, we've always said, and this is and I've always said this in every episode. Vince McMahon does what's best for business, and every decision he's made thus far has been best for business. That was a very, very uh, asshole move. Like, it was so disrespectful. And uh, karma is a bitch. Savage. But he still made it work. So if you look now, over the years, it still made it work, and it changed the industry because it was the first time that he was brought into a heel position. Wrestling with Bret Hart is like wrestling a broom. <laughs> you are a liar, so you are blind. The, the very famous, infamous Montreal screw job. Yeah, definitely one of the highlights of, the, of this feud, guys. But was that a bad thing, what Vince did? I mean, as a champ, your job is to do the favor on your way out. Yeah, and then I'm the biggest Bret Hart fan. I I'll be the first to tell you, Bret Hart was definitely garbage. He was in the <laughs> in the wrong. He was in the wrong. Oh, I, it wasn't that he didn't want to give up the belt. He didn't want to give up the belt then. He could. He was willing to do it the night after. Yeah, he but was. If you remember, I believe earlier that week, Medusa flipped over to Nitro and threw the, the women's championship in the garbage. No, 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 no. It, it was that was months earlier. And th- that, months earlier? They, they I'm sorry. did say that that was one of the reasons. Yeah, they were yeah. definitely they were definitely pet about that. Yeah. They, that was one. It was it was so many things though. Shout yeah. out to the Montreal School Drop episode. Um <laughs> oh but God, yeah, its own episode. Yeah. But- yeah, it was a lot. That's but, gonna be the most boring episode, you, guys. Don't that, watch that episode. <laughs> that loop. It's all right. It's all right. I know it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean. Don't engage with this podcast. That well, if you talk, if you're talking about feuds, right? What about you talked about Bret Hart? What about? I mean, he has so many great feuds that we're gonna get to. But Bret and Owen. Savage, of course. Ooh, of course. That's a, you're that's you're absolutely right because no. Owen Hart. Is he's really underrated? Listen, I I I mess around, right? Like, I recognize the greatness of Bret Hart, right? I, I just play because I think his character is boring. Like, he was a heel to me always, no matter what. Like, I just did a story. I mean, we talked about st- telling a story. You have two brothers growing up in in, in the dungeon. You know what I mean? And 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 practices together. You know, uh, growing up together, same family. He's uh, Owen's always been overlooked. You know, Bret's always been better. They're in the WWE together. The little brother, you know what I mean? There was so much on the line. I think that's what was so great about it was it was a simplistic storyline. Like everyone has a family. There's always yes, the one family member to. that you're, you know, grew Absolutely. up alongside that's either the favorite or you feel like you were neglected and you, you there was always that rivalry, right? So it was easy to relate for everyone. Talk, shout out to all the only children out there. <laughs> 
But no, hundred percent. I mean, and then, then that's what. That's anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, you're All right. right. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, when you mentioned uh, since you were on the whole uh, best feuds, and we're on Brett. I mean, we're talking about Bret Hart a lot, but we have to mention Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh, absolutely. I mean, and, and just for the record, this is the third feud we've talked about him already. Yeah. And, and so you saying he's trash? I'm just saying. nah, nah. You know, I, I again, I recognize how great he, he was. I just a, he plays yo, a character on 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 a podcast, JP. Guys, I I hate John Cena, <laughs> right? And John Cena is so the why same. Why you breaking the fourth John wall, bro? Cena, <laughs> no, I know. Edit that out. I don't see what you're talking about. I don't know what John Cena. Is the same guy like John Cena and Bret Hart are the same character? They they're the no. guys, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least to me, to me, to me, to me. I, you I'm can say John Cena and Hulk Hogan. Brett had at least seven moves. <laughs> at least. Thank you, thank you. And at a least half. with one arm tied behind his back. <laughs> but but John Cena to me is that kind of wrestler. Like, the, he's boring to me. I'm not. I'm just not yes, a fan the pack, of him. The package, but I'm. But he's a good match and he's athletic okay. and they okay. both put on a show. And, so let's talk about this because you know when we talk about Bret Hart. He some of these feuds were him as a heel, right? Sure. When when and Stone Cold Steve Austin the feud that feud in particular I think he was with the Hart Foundation at that point. Well, right? that that's what turned him heel, right? That that was that, yeah that match that, that match turned him heel. That's, that's when right. he went from being kind of the world's baby face champion yeah, to right. being the uh, the dastardly bastard that was trying to beat down Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dastardly bastard. That's right. Yeah, because at, at that point, then you jump into <laughs> the following right. feud, which is him and uh, Shawn Michaels. DX versus Hard Foundation, but but before we get to that, uh, man, seeing Stone Cold, you know, with the blood gushing from his head in the sharpshooter, right? Um, that's a moment in time. Moment in time. Yeah, I mean, that would be ever been printed in my mind. Absolutely. Uh, um, you've got to mention that Stone Cold was great. I feel like this was like a moment for him, right? Absolutely, great, in his career great. at that time. And uh, Bret Hart did a lot for him, and and I thought, you know, again, Bret Hart is just legend. He is. You heard it here, at HBC. Mister called him a legend. But he's whack. Not whack. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! If you're talking about the Nature, then you have to bring. There's up... only one feud I want to hear from your mouth Ooh. with Nature. Well, see, I think there are two feuds. Talk- oh, two feuds. Ah, okay. go I think ahead, there go are ahead. two feuds. There's many feuds, but go ahead. So it and, and it's divided amongst companies. How's about this? That's 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 the same company but generations apart. Okay. okay. So if we're going to the you original, just gave me a riddle wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a mystery. Oh, <laughs> wrapped in a... He's about to unwrap it in a Twickers, <laughs> a Twix <laughs> that I put in a gift bag. Um, with a bow, <laughs> with the bow on it, and with those little tag things. Um, <laughs> but I think you go first with the Nature Boy versus the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Ooh. right? Because they basically built each other up. Yes. And there would be no Nature without the Dream. There would be no Dream without Nature. You had your uh, war games through them. You had your uh, uh, bunkhouse uh, brawl. Absolutely. Uh, the American dream, I'm, baby, Dusty Rhodes. Hours. They would go They go broadways, right? They would go broadways every night. I wind and dine with kings and queens. <laughs> <laughs> what I do, baby. And uh, and and then from there. My man. I, I think what Mischief was alluding to earlier. Absolutely. I, although, Dusty Rhodes, hats off. Yes. That, that was that. I, I completely forgot about that. So go ahead. Uh, you know. 
for every uh, Lex Luger, I'll put or not Lex Luthor, Lex Luger. Jesus, <laughs> uh, there is a Superman, right? You always got to have that one face that's going to be your your beacon of hope. And w- during the uh, late '80s, early '90s, uh, if you were Ric Flair, there was only one man that you feared, and that was the man from uh, Venice Beach. Woo! Austin. Yes. Yes, what sir. A- what a wow. the and first, then there's the feud. The first oh, main event man. of Monday Nitro and the last main event of Monday Nitro. Damn. Bars. You can't write that shit. Yeah. You and you can tell and they, they had wrote. a moment. <laughs> and, they, and they had a moment. And I think they, they knew the gravitas of the situation. You wow. know what I mean? And it's how a wonderful word. It, it was it it and, and it warranted the situation, right? That word. Because it really was like even as you were watching it, you you felt all of it. And they, because they felt all of it, and they were real. All of that was real. Mm. They loved each other. They trusted each other. Those moves, every move hit, because yes, they wanted it for each other. There, they've been a great pair forever. Every match they've ever had has pretty much been something to talk about. Absolutely. So, uh, Ric Flair and Sting. Are we just gonna beat around the whole Stone Cold Rock feud, or are we ever gonna address I that? Was waiting for it, because well, dog, that has got to be in your top should, five. Because I will fight you with my fist. I would say I'd be the closer. Oh man! Uh, but I mean, one that I I, I want to mention real quick is uh, we talked we talked about Flair before. Did we talk about Savage and Flair? No, we didn't. Savage and Flair. I mean, Flair had this man pictures with his wife in '92. Yo, in 92, like, how real does that, you know what I mean? Like, that that was a dope little feud. That was, um, that was dope. And, and I want to really mention was. also, uh, if anyone had thoughts, please mention, what about Undertaking Kane, man? Oh, man, you're right. Well, it's a feud they can always go back to, which of I think course. is why it's The a longevity of it has worked. I mean, they've done it over, over four times. But think about this. This is, we talked about. Uh, we didn't talk about this feud either. Uh, Undertaker versus Sean, right? Oh wow! Because that's wow. when Kane debuted. That was the beginning of Kane, yeah. Right. So Survivor Series '97, they're 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 fighting Undertaker and Sean, and he lost the belt because Kane debuted. And bookended with uh, Taker putting Sean out to pasture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk about that's beautiful. It's talk about the storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. That story you can tell for days. Well, and, and Sean, you know, with his matches, I mean, I know it's a feud we've covered before, but I think it bears repeating. Uh, Sean and Razor. Yes. Ooh. That's right. yeah. Sean and Razor. It worked very well. That man. first ladder match between the two. I mean, it's that's a click the, feud. There click you go. Feud. That's, that's not one. That's not the only one either. No, it's not. Uh, Sean and Hunter. Yeah. I was wondering where Triple H would land on this yeah. list because he hasn't been mentioned at oh, all. Yeah, I have another one. For he, you. He, he was the first one mentioned yeah, on the list. That's right. Oh, yeah, that, my bad. I didn't bring him. He opened up with Randy oh, Orton and Triple H. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. Don't disrespect this man. Yeah, but that, that, that Triple H didn't count. Yeah, yeah, that was a different. <laughs> list. He was well, like, hey, another, another one I just want to throw in there then. Um, Triple H and Cactus Jack. Triple H and Mick Foley. Let's just say Mick, Triple H before because, yo, they covered ground. Word. The Rock, Mick Foley. The Rock, Rock Mick Foley. Foley. Yo, yes, those were violent matches. Yo, that, especially those when he won the title shit. the first time. Man. Rock, oh, Triple H is. Oh, my God. Like, I remember seeing the footage where he got, like, busted open and needed stitches immediately. Of all the chair shots he received, man. But that was the what They gave him the belt, man. Oh, he just really showed that he deserved it. Could they even show that footage? I don't Today? know. Today? I don't know. Like, there was more blood than 
Anything else? I just mean like the shots to the head for that Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Oh, uh, Mankind shots. Rock. Oh my, oh my God. Wow. Um. So, <laughs> so, so, I mean, are there any other feuds you guys thinking about? Yeah. God. The one. Oh, the one. The one. The, the golden ticket, man. You're not going to talk about Stone Cold and Rock? Oh, of like, course. We're just not going to talk about it? Jesus. I... Guys, three WrestleMania matches. Three? Intercontinental title, world heavyweight title, gimmicks, um, great promos, epic matches. Except for Mischief, you do think the second encounter wasn't a great matchup. It was very spotty. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. But it's still my favorite. It is It is your favorite. And I I think everybody here can agree it is the greatest. What's that, 16, 17? 17, 17, yeah. 17 that, my god, the that, promo. My wait, yo, oh my yo, god. shouts to that cut team. Let Still me tell have you, have it on those my editors. Right now. I work out to that. They did for all we criticize, right? For all we say, yo, those motherfuckers put on a story. Yeah. Even if you didn't believe it before, you sure as hell believe that after watching that four minute clip. Listen, it worked three times and it could work again. It can and I hope it would one day, I but know, I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I don't think so. There would have to be something. Steve is rolling out. Yeah. Steve said he yeah. he can't go anymore. Uh, or nah, but Stone Cold Rock is number one. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I don't I don't know, man. Definitely number one. I'm yeah. gonna throw in um, Vince and Austin in there. Yes, yeah. number two. Yes, yeah. number two. Or you know what? I'll I'll flip it up for me. I believe Vince and Austin number one, and then Austin Rock. I will fight you so hard. Can, can, <laughs> can, we, can we put the one A one B? I just say let's just throw the top five, not even put them in order, man. Okay, okay. let's just like throw that. them out. I like that. Throw All them right. out there. All right, that. All right, but I'll take. <laughs> let's let's let's, let's negotiate this <laughs> shit, right? Let's, let's work yeah, All right, so I'll I'll take Stone Cold Rock at two for Vince. And Stone Cold number one, I still get my Stone Cold. All right, low key, uh, low key, <laughs> low key, I still win. Low key win. Right. Low key win. However. Right, Flair and Sting has to be in the top five. I, oh, I, that was gonna be my next. Right? Time. and I think he's yeah. got to be number three. Yeah. So, so, so we got two spots left. Two spots left. Top feuds of all time. Remember, you said industry changing. Industry you have changing, to go have TLC. To go TLC. No, well, TLC. Okay, so dog. Then definitely, definitely change the industry. Change the ladder matches. Change yeah. tag team wrestling. Yeah. In general. in general. Oh, resurrected tag team wrestling. Okay. Resurrected. Yeah, I take that. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Damn. That final spot gotta go to Brett and Sean. Oh, I'd be hard pressed to argue. Brett and Sean. Only because of Montreal. Montreal no. alone. Only oh, yeah, well, well, I was with you until you said matches. the IML match. Yes. Come on, come on. No, no. The C- yeah, but the, but the Montreal who drop changed the industry. This Absolutely. is how you argue that point. Who would you put above it? Who would you argue to be fifth instead of Brett and Sean? Not a ting, not a thing. All right, Brett and Sean are definitely number five. That's definitely all the time we have this week, faces. That's uh, be sure to tune in next week for more heels, pops, and chair shots. Ooh. And don't be shy, guys. Follow us on SoundCloud or Stitcher. Also, hit us up on IG and Twitter at HPC2Sweet. For Old School Joe, JP Savage, and Mischief, I'm Vic the Villain, and we'll see you guys next week to sweeten out. The savage is out the building. (laughs) The time has come to relieve that pain.
which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. Leave the light on. <laughs>